Welcome to another episode of Just Being Amos Podcast. I have my co-host with me, Trevor, and we're going to talk about the new dates for the Marvel MCU movies, and also we're going to talk about the announcement of Robert Downey Jr. being on the What If animated series on Disney+. And also we're going to give our picks of the week, anime and comic books. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Just Being Amos. Hey, what's up, Trevor? Hey, how you doing, Amos? Hey, welcome back, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, again. Yeah, again. Well, I mean, you made me co-host. That's so right. <laughs> you'd expect to see me back pretty regularly. Oh, yeah. It'd be yeah. weird if I wasn't. That's true. That's very true. Very true, man. So, welcome back to the podcast. So, we're going to talk about, we got plenty of, well, we got some topics to talk about. But our first topic is going to be the announcement of Robert Downey Jr. Re, um, doing his role as Iron Man once again, but not in the capacity that you think he's going to be in, right? Mm-hmm. So the news was that he's actually, uh, actually okay, going to use his voice to play Tony Stark in Iron Man for the upcoming What If um, episodes on the Disney+. Plus. And this came out, out of, <laughs> came out because of Jeff Goldblum, man. Okay, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really read about yeah. this. Oh, oh, that he revealed. That it, he revealed that? it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he was talking. I don't know what what kind of thing he was in, but he was just talking about he did his voice for Grandmaster because he played the Grandmaster in Thor Ragnarok, right? right. So all of a sudden he said, "Yeah, um, I did something for the Grandmaster because of the What If animation," and he brought Robert. Said, there could be plenty of people there, but Robert Downey Jr. Also, was leaning his voice like, oh, it kind of, kind of slipped. He let it out. He of let the it bag. out. You know, you know how Marvel is with their secrets. But I mean, that's cool. But I'm thinking this is the oh, this is a question to myself. Now, if he reprises his role as Tony Stark in Iron Man, would that count as an as one of his role in the movie? But I mean, no, now, probably not because it. Because the, the what if didn't really exist before when they were making all of their contracts. That's right. So I'm sure when they approached them, because this is a totally different thing. It's, it's not showing up and appearing physically in a movie. It's right. a voice acting gig, which means it's a totally different ball game. So I'm sure they had completely separate contracts that they, they brought up. and Yeah, but that's pretty cool to think he's come back and play that role. Although physically he's not there, but you know he's laying his voice. Because... The way I was reading the article, it was like plenty of mo- most of the people that actually play their characters in the MCU are in this uh, what if animated series. It makes sense. I mean, it's it, it's a voice acting thing, which means you don't have to show up for too long. You know, you come yeah. into the studio for a day, sometimes maybe a few days, and you know, and you do your you do your voice, right. and then that's it. So it's a lot different, you know, a, phys- a, def- a different physical demand, which isn't saying that voice acting is difficult. It's just that you don't have to come on set and then sit out during your scenes and then, you know, get all the makeup on and whatever. And, you know, um, especially with Robert Downey Jr., he's getting older, so we don't really want to see Tony Stark looking <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> decrepit, decrepit old man. man. Yeah, yeah, decrepit so, old man. You know, so this is a lot easier because it's just a voice acting gig. So, it you know, they don't have to actually... Yeah, you're right about that. Spend too much of their time. 
Yeah, you're right you know about I mean? that with voice acting. You know, you I usually probably probably spend one or two days in the studio doing something like that because they do a lot of the editing and things and stuff like that. Also. Right, and you know, if if you if you plan it right, you know, you do it so they only have to come in for a, a short period of time to get all of their dialogue in because. And then if they need to come back because they rewrote some dialogue or changed some things, whatever, you know, they, they do that like with reshoots and movies. But, right, yeah, that you know, is true. It's, it's definitely a lot less um, time consuming. I don't want to say it's less work because it's, it is. It's work. But it's less time consuming because yeah, you're, not, you're not coming on set. You're not getting makeup. You're not, you know, having to wait for your, your turn. You're not having to. <laughs> yeah, compared to three or four months on the studio on the right, set, exactly. Just going to the booth and just right. Go ahead you don't and have to fly out. to location or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you just go, you know, down yeah. the street to the. <laughs> yeah, man. Just we need you over here, dude. Yeah, I mean that, that's kind of, that's cool and amazing for me to do that. Yeah, so I always find voice acting simply it fascinates me. Sometimes there's people actually just change a voice, and you don't recognize their voice, but you didn't have some people who are recognizable voices. For instance, Morgan Freeman. Right. Samuel Jackson. Well, there's yeah. those those type of people, it's <laughs> like, you know, they didn't start as voice actors. No, they didn't. And the people who are hiring them want that specific voice. That's right. Because it has that gravitas or whatever, you know, because you hear Morgan Freeman and you just kind of feel soothed and like, <laughs> yeah, this guy knows what it, you know, what's <laughs> yeah. good for me. I can, yeah. <laughs> Yo, that was actually, uh, I was watching the Mojo, oh, Looper. You know, I watch the Looper and Mojo.com all the time on YouTube, and they was just talking about Morgan Freeman. You know, he was on the Stephen King. They were talking about Stephen King movies, actors and actors who were actually in their movies or television shows that had careers afterwards. Mm -hmm. And he was on there, right? And he was on. They were talking about Shawshank Redemption, which in the movie theater didn't do too well. No, but when they started showing it on television and syndication and whatever, right? It, it, it everybody liked it. Yeah, it's one of those ones that most people will say is one of their favorite movies. Right, it is. So they were just talking about Morgan Freeman. He did a great job of acting, but he was also the narrator of the movie. Right. Now, you recognize the voice, and he said that you did, he was the what um, Graham show. Uh, what is it? The Graham Norton Yeah, show. the Graham Norton show, uh -huh. right? And they had to do a um, – had to use his voice for something. And he said um, – you're not going to hear my voice. <laughs> I'm not doing this no more. Because <laughs> you know he actually does the like the um the um, life or something. Oh, the penguins. Um, something with the penguins. Uh, right? March of the penguins. That. Yeah. Is, and he does visa. I think he did visa credit cards sometimes. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things that some of the actors have a recognizable voice. You recognize these guys, but some you don't. Like for instance, um. Who was it? Someone really changed their voice a lot. Not, not a lot, but... Yo, Mark Hamill, when he first did The Joker. Right. Now, we know this guy from being Luke Skywalker, right? All of a sudden, you hear this Joker, this guy talking as a Joker, and you come to find out it's freaking Luke Skywalker, man. Yeah. So... Yeah, well, after after Star Wars, um, after the Star Wars trilogy, he didn't have a lot of luck in movies i don't know if that was by choice or but he had also been in a car accident that's I why remember that. that's why you'll notice he looks very different between the second and the third movie yeah um and actually actually the scene on hoth at the beginning uh -huh. where you see like all the the scars and the crap or whatever that's actually a lot of that is still part of his car accident damn wound yeah yeah so um so they were able to use that but um yeah, so he he didn't really have a lot of success in movies after that. So I think he went into voice acting, and I mean he's a 
he's an excellent voice actor. So he, he really is. You know, he's very, you know, he's a pro at it. So he can, yeah, he can change his, his voice and he, sometimes it's completely unrecognizable. Dude, you, you said he didn't do any movies, but it's funny that I, he actually did movies. Well, he's done some. It was I just like, said it wasn't very successful. successful career. Yeah. It was more like the B movies. The no, Giver. I, oh, I'm about to say the Giver. <laughs> Thanks for saying it. The Giver, right? Yeah. like, what the hell is this? And that was a poor movie based on an anime, dude. Yes. It was just gross. Some t- it was gross, yeah. And then he showed up in that. I'm like, damn, that's Luke Skywalker. But the Joker gave him a new life, man. So he got fans for the Joker and fans for Star Wars and Batman. So mm-hmm. no, he did. He had he had an excellent. I mean, he had a great career after the um the um Star Wars, man. Although he didn't do big budget movies, but he has a following of fans who adores him for what he has done for this culture, for the pop culture and nerd culture and stuff like that, for both right. Star Wars and the comic book geeks and Batman and stuff it, like that. And that's why um, that's why when he was actually in um, – crap, what's the, the, the Jedi? The Last Jedi? Yeah, the Last yeah Jedi. when he came back in that movie and you know everybody was like, wow, that was a powerful performance and everything. It's like when you think about it, what was the last movie he was in that wasn't just a cameo or, uh, or yeah, a small a, role? Right. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, that was like a big thing for him to be in this in this movie. Yeah, you're right. And I think he did a terrific job. Yeah, you're right. I, I, you know, he might. is there any new um, news for him showing up in the next one as far as like a um, yeah, Jedi he, ghost? He ghost should or? be in the next one and most likely as a, as a Jedi ghost, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't keep up with Star Wars. I'm, <laughs> there's so much. But that's that's the news for Robbie Downey Jr. They're talking about. He's, along with the other MCU characters, they're going to reprise their voice for a state of roles. But I, I, you and I talked about, the, did you see the image they showed of the um, What If um We were talking episodes? about it a little bit last time. We saw like the uh, Black Panther as Star-Lord Star Lord, right. and... Uh, yeah, and Peggy Carter as was it Captain Britain? I, I think so. She, yeah, and so. you had as Captain Steve Rogers was in the Iron Man right. suit. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you see a zombie Captain America mm-hmm. with a Bucky, which kind of like it was just weird. But I don't know which storyline. It might be the Winter Soldier. Who knows? <laughs> Story art. Well, I mean, it's that's the fun of the what if. It's yeah. you know where is it taking off from and what is yeah or. I guess because it's yeah, it's if some one thing was different, how yeah. would that affect the you know? Yeah, I will give um, um, Marvel credit with the what if um, line, man. It's just like the what if of Marvel and DC has the Elseworlds um, line uh, in print, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, but that was one of the news that happened over the week, along with other other Disney stuff. Yo, man, it's been the week of Disney, man. Yeah. Really? They know how to capitalize. Oh, yes. And we're part of the machine. Yeah, we are. Hey, what it is. So, back to the Marvel. Now, recently, this past week, they was just talking about new uh, announcements on the new Phase 4 movies that's coming out in 20... Was it 2022 and 2023? Yeah, one in 2022, and they've got four more lined up for 2023. So, they've... yeah. They've given the exact dates. Right, but not the movies. No, they didn't. Yeah, they haven't specified which movies they're going to be. Well, we already know what's coming out next year. So it's it's Black Widow and Eternals. Then 2021, Shang-Chi, Doctor Strange, supposedly Spider-Man 3. Right. 
then um, Thor, Love and Thunder. Right. Now, we got... Now, what I think Marvel was trying to do, Disney and Marvel, is trying to do four movies a year now. It used to be three. Right. Two, three, now four. Damn, dude. Well, they got so much they have to like do in such a short time before all these actors get too old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right about that. You know, because it's like they just came out with Captain Marvel, but it's like going to be five years before the second one comes out. And so right. it's like, you know, you have to capitalize on it. Yeah, yeah, quickly. you're right about that. So, yeah, they definitely have to. And, and, and matter of fact, with the TV, crank them out a little the bit TV series in between, that's the, another thing. Right. So and that was that's one of the things that they're they're trying to do in order to link the two. Right. So that they don't have to like wait every you know to release a movie and then release a movie and this way they can kind of keep it going on the TV screen. Yeah. And then it connects so you already are like okay, well this is what happened with this character and now we know why this movie is going yeah, so. Dude, it's just it's just amazing to me that they just do that, you know, and they it's a continuing story which like you read in a book. It's always a different story art but the the characters that keep going in, in the books and stuff like that. And I like the way Disney Plus Disney has announced the TV shows. Now it's all interconnected to the movies now. So I'm sorry man, if you don't have Disney Plus <laughs> if you don't have Disney Plus not watching the T V shows for the Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. and you come the movie come out like, whoa, what you'll, the hell happened? You'll probably be lost. But that is the unfortunate thing. Yeah. Um but it's they know they can get enough people to do it, and it's an incentive for people to get Disney Plus streaming. I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> it's cheap right now. Well, yeah, and that's what they're that's what they're trying to do is you know they want to compete with Netflix. They want to have their own streaming service, and you know, yeah, one you're... of the best ways to get to guarantee people are going to buy your streaming service, put those MCU uh, shows <laughs> on there. Yes, and that's the crazy part. They they came out last week on the Disney Plus, and you know the Mandalorian is one of their big hits right now. And that's their first original content, original fan, mean, TV show. Now we got to wait a next year for Marvel. Like, damn, we got to wait to fall the next year, man. Is fall the first one? I think so. Yeah. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I might be wrong, but I think it's later in 2020. So I might be wrong, but I think it's later. Well, I think I think WandaVerse is in 2020. Yeah, well, the, I, yeah, I think so. Cause it's gonna fall. That one, on. Yeah, that one's gotta come before Doctor Strange. Yeah, or it might come out the same year that Doctor Strange comes. Cause they say Doctor Strange is May seventh. Maybe early. I, I thought I had seen it as twenty twenty on when I was looking at the schedule. Right, it could be twenty twenty, but I mean, we just have to wait to like the second half of twenty twenty for those movies. I mean, those TV shows to come. Right. Well, you know, we, we got Disney Plus, but that's the only reason I got it, man. I mean, like I told you. I'm getting some of like the Gargoyles and X Men animated '90s a cartoon. Then they got X Men Evolution because it's more the cartoons than anything right now. Because as far as the movie goes, and another thing, don't have any Fox TV shows or Fox movies on there yet. Right. That's what they still haven't brought that stuff out yet. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah, I think that stuff is all still a little new, so they don't have. The, I don't think they've sorted out everything, you know, legally and what they can the use licensing and, what they, and, yeah, licensing and yeah, and then deciding what they want to use because it's a pretty big oh, that's a, a large catalog yeah, of large, movies, large catalog. Uh, movies and TV shows, you know. So yeah, so those are the um, dates, not dates, but the years that uh, movies are coming out. And like we said, they announced October seventh, twenty twenty two, 
This is the new stuff they just announced. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, it could be either Blade, Guardians 3, Captain Marvel, right. Ant-Man or the Wasp. Well, I'm thinking, I don't know, 2022. I'm thinking October might. I just had seen something, Guardians. and it makes sense, is that the October one might be Blade. Blade. Oh, that makes sense. Because it's around Halloween. Yeah. So, it might make sense. Um, that one may come later, though. And maybe... Maybe the July one in 2022 is Guardians, Guardians. Because they said that that one was most likely coming out in 2022. Right. Because James Gunn is going to start working on it as soon as he's and done Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad 2. Yeah. yeah. And he should be, yeah, Suicide Squad 2 should not, I, mean, I don't know if it's 2, he should call it Suicide Squad. But it should be like wrapping up in the next two months, I guess. Yeah, I think they're finishing up shooting right now, principal yeah. photography. Right, so it should be, up. it takes no time for movies to be made, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you can do most of it just on the studio lot and, you know, use computer graphics to fill in all the backgrounds. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, at least the shooting part goes fast. And then, then uh, all of a sudden do the editing. And then the editing and the, the yeah, post the, the CGI and stuff so, is the stuff that's going to take a little bit longer. Yeah, you got to have it right. Yep. You want no BS like DC does with their movies. With the Superman. <laughs> <laughs> the mustache. The, Whoa, the man. The infamous mustache. Whoa, dude. I, I watched that dude, the, that movie, and I was like, that is awful. That yeah, was so yeah. awful. It's like they didn't even do a very good job of CGing out his mustache. <laughs> no, none whatsoever. Because he was doing a Mission Impossible movie. It was too late. Yeah. Like, shit. Like, that's, that's, that's ter- that was just terrible, man. But, yo, the, and also, speaking of the Marvel films, now, I know down the line, I know Feige was talking about X-Men and the Fantastic Four. And then he was just talking about Deadpool other other week or so that he was talking about. Yeah, we could do the rated R, and also we could have them at PG-13. So, who knows? Right, and I would I would expect, I don't remember, we probably talked about this already, yeah. but I would expect what they would do is with his solo films, they could go the R-rated route. Yeah. And then with when they have him interact within the MCU with the other characters, um, they would probably it would probably be a PG thirteen rating, so they would tone it down a little bit. Yeah, you got to tone it down, right? Man. Which is fine because you know he can do that with no problem. It's just, and if he's not the primary focus, it's a lot easier to do than in his solo movies where it's like you really want him to be. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Yeah, he's not you the know, main violent, character. Yeah, violent and foul mouthed and all that. Yo, it would be so funny. He shows up in a Spider Man movie because you know they and. They got the same banter back and forth with their enemies and everybody, but Spider-Man has as it's like a mechanism, a defense for him. But with Deadpool, it's just like... Well, I mean, it's a defensive mechanism as well. Because, I mean, he's a little bit crazy. That's cra- part of yeah, it. Yeah, that's part but of it. But it's also one of those things because it throws people off balance. Right. Because you don't know what the hell's going to come out of his mouth. <laughs> and so, you know, he's just shooting all these things and distracting you, and you're too busy going, please stop <laughs> being annoying <laughs> right. that you you let down your guard a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But, you know, the character's really based off of Spider-Man anyway. Once you, I mean, for the, the look yeah, of he it. he was definitely uh, a, a huge part of it. Right. A huge influence. It was. So that's the lineup for the Marvel Cinematic Universe for the coming years. That's a lot, man. That's a hell of a lot, damn movies. Four movies in a year. Yep. Shit. <laughs> so we done with that. Now we're going to do our pick of the week. I'm going to say picks because I got two books I want to talk about. I know you have anything after I'm done, Trevor? Yeah, I'll have something. Okay. So my first book, it is called Unsacred. And it's, it is by Ablaze 
Publishing. I'm saying it right? Yes. A, a blaze. Probably. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So, Unsacred. I'm going to keep it kind of short. It is about, it's about devils and angels, not in the way you think. So, this is um, a couple, right? They first met each other as kids at a grocery store. You saw this angel mom strolling to an angel baby, and you see a, a devil mom with her devil son. So they bump into each other, right? And they're going back and forth, bit just bickering, mom, mom, mom. And they they saying some bad some bad words, right? But you see the two kids in the cart saying, Don't cry. She telling the um the angel baby telling the um devil the devil boy, don't cry, don't cry. And she's consoling him and everything. And as you could tell in this page right here, that they she's giving him a hug and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now that's when they were kids. Mm-hmm. So the parents, they've separated, right? They, the parents walked away from the situation. Now, years has passed and it's gone by now. Now, not knowing that they they met before, they they first they think they their first time meeting was at this concert. I guess the guy's name is um, it's Demio, I think Demio, and the girl's name is Angela. Gee, where did those names come from? Right? <laughs> subtle. So, it's very subtle. So I'm just teasing. So she's at his concert. He's singing. He jumps in the crowd and he falls on her and everything like that. And she's drop dead gorgeous. She boobs and blonde. And so if this was an anime, he'd be in an uncompromising uncom- uh, position on her. And nosebleed. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that happens, and all of a sudden he sees, he falls for her, and th- and he doing the thought bubbles. You haven't seen thought bubbles in a while, right? So he's thinking to himself, I'm going to get her. Yeah. He's just being devious. He's a demon. I mean, a devil, right? Mm-hmm. So and it's all kind of hijinks happening and everything like that. And But it's cute. You know, I've picked it up because, like I said before, I read so many books like superhero stuff. Um, superhero, and I read a little bit of some horror stuff. But I decided to get something that's very different, man, something comedic. And it's some hijinks in it. You know, it's a it's a it's a panel in there that she went to get a DVD. She thought she made. She got a DVD that thought Dem, um the demon guy made devil guy made for her. But come to find out, it was it was it was some porn. And then she showed the kid. She said the kid, what is he doing to her? <laughs> like it's just that kind of stuff, man. It's 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 fun reading, man. I really enjoyed it. It's something very different for me to read. So I'm so volume. No, issue two comes out next month. Mm-hmm. So issue, issue one is pretty cool, man. I read it. It's something different. And it and the animation fits the storytelling. Right. It's I had, I had actually seen this one, and I was interested in it. And I'd look, I flipped through it real quick when I was just at the comic shop earlier. Um, but it's got a very kind of cartoony style. Right, cartoony style. Um, so, yeah, it's there's an angel and a a, a, a well-endowed angel and then yeah well-endowed angel devil who appears to be looking straight down her cleavage yeah but it was so many covers for that too but it's a it's a good cover and then the style on the inside is similar yeah a cartoony style and uh and yeah it does look it did look a little too cute um but yes kind of sexy and yeah naughty at the same time time, yeah so it got some stuff in there man there's some nipples (laughs) it's so it's for the adults nothing for the kids to read right so yeah i'll i'll uh I'll check that one out. Yeah, so check it out. Now, Trevor going to check it out, so are you going to check it out? Yeah, I'm already sold. There you go. So it is It is called Unsacred. 
Yeah, and it looks like the writer and the artist is Mirka Andolfo. So but there you go. Check it out. So there was one of my picks of the week as far as my books, and I got one more book. Now, I decided to pick this up. You know, I used to collect this book back in the 90s. You know, he was a, Sp- a Spider-Man villain. He had appeared in Spider-Man first appearance with it. No, no, yeah. Yeah, he's a Spider-Man villain. And um, he got a movie coming out. <laughs> and I guess the guy who's playing him is J- um, Leto. Jared Leto. Jared Leto. And the character name is Morbius, the living vampire. So I actually used to collect this back in the 90s, you know, when they had the Midnight Sun and stuff like that. It was part of all the supernatural stuff. Vampires, Doctor Strange was part of it, Ghost Rider was part of it, Blade. So, you know, I said, you know, know, we're going to pick this up. So I I actually picked it up and I looked through it, I read it, and um, I like the cover. The cover is pretty neat. Uh, That guy is so sexy. Yeah, look at him, man. He's like a rock star. So handsome. (laughs) That that man is like supermodel handsome. Yeah, so it's the typical Morbius trying to find a cure for his disease that he has, whatever. So, you know, he attacked these crooks, and one of the crooks he uh, attacked was called the Melter. He, he melts, <laughs> which probably isn't good given that his disease is butterface. Yeah, right. Melt. <laughs> and, uh, it would be butt him. Yeah. So I forgot where the melter who, who's his his superhero that he fights all the time. I don't know if it's Spider Man or not. It might be. It seemed like a Spider Man villain <laughs> <laughs> or Deadpool. I think no, that's um Pete. Um, uh, Pace Pot Pete. Pace Pot Pete. <laughs> Pace Pot Pete. <laughs> uh, that's a, try saying that one three times real fast. Pace Pot Pete. Yeah. But yeah, so um, he attacks them. He he doesn't, he doesn't kill them. He kind of hurt them really bad. And he stole something from the Melcher. And all in all, he's still trying to find a cure. And that's how the books start off with. It's, it's slow. It's a very slow book. And I think I'm not going to pick it up <laughs> again. I don't know, I might get a second book a try, man. But, I mean, what else would Morbius, Morbius can do, man? I mean, shit. So, I thought this was your pick of the week, not it, your unpick of the week. Well, after reading it, after reading it man, it's, it's, I'm going to read the second book. But like I said, I used to read the, oh, man, the outfit, dude. He's back in his outfit. The onesie. <laughs> <laughs> the onesies, dude. Yep. Oh boy, <laughs> that is funny. But those are two books I picked this week. Go if you're a fan of Morbius, or you can't wait for the movie to come out. Yo, pick this book up. <laughs> it is it's written by Vita Ayala and Marcella Fierra is the artist. Oh, I said it right. So that's what those both books I read this week, and it's a pick of the week for me. So, Trev, you got anything you got to pick for? Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I guess this week's was funny, but um, probably the one two weeks ago is the funniest. But probably my new pick of the week is, uh, it's the anime show that I look forward to most every week. <laughs> okay. Is uh, Cautious Hero. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, we just we discussed this one a little bit on the anime season preview. Yeah. But, yeah, it's basically about a guy who gets pulled into this um this fantasy world or whatever by a goddess and the goddess is tasked with saving this world. And it's like an S level world, which means it's really difficult and cause it's been taken over by, you know, demon Lords and stuff like that. <laughs> so she pulls in this guy who has like high stats compared to everybody else. 
<laughs> and then it turns out she didn't read the fine print that he's overly cautious about everything. <laughs> so, I mean, this guy has like backup swords, backup shields, back, you know, <laughs> he'll use like his most powerful attacks on a slime Dude. multiple times just to make sure it's dead. Yeah, that sort of thing. <laughs> he's gotten better, but he's, yeah, he's basically a very stone faced character. And like he's gotten super strong from all his just training by doing push-ups and stuff in the the god realm. <laughs> but it's just so funny, like when he gets those two little dragon king guys who are supposed to be his oh, team, dude. and they're like way under leveled compared to him, and he's like, "Don't need them, so don't need them." <laughs> but he needs them. But he needs them for he a does, baggage. Yeah. So now it's like, yeah, he wants to save the one not because she's her, not because she's his friend, but because she's his precious baggage. <laughs> Yo, he is so clueless on something. He's just... It's funny. But he's like... But now his caution is actually like paying off. Yes. Because, you know, he's so cautious. Yeah, that it's like he'll... (laughs) He doesn't eat a cookie because he's afraid it's poisoned. And it turns out it is. And he does you know, (laughs) he has backup swords and stuff like that that come in handy. And, you know, he he takes care of this beforehand just in case something might happen. And so it does happen to come in. Yeah. So it's just really funny. Because in this episode, the the girl will have to be sacrificed to become a sword. Right. To stop the um, demon um, Lord, the Demon Lord's minions, or him, whatever the Demon Lord is, right? right. That the, in order to defeat the Demon Lord, there's like a prophecy that of these two dragon kin, one is going to become like a, a dragon and he'll fight, and then the other one is supposed to sacrifice her lo- life to become this powerful sword that can slay the Demon King. What is her name? Ululu? Uh, yeah, I think it's Ululu or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she was well, useless. Yeah, but yeah, she doesn't have very much magic power, so like this is her chance to do something. But of course, you know, they don't want her to die, and she doesn't want to die. And basically, the hero, it seems like he doesn't care at first, right? But then it turns out he doesn't want her to die because she's his baggage carrier. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like that's her job. Oh, so this shit, that that to me is one of the funniest shows. That and the one about the uh, the kid trying to um, date. The um, three girls, right? The um, Oresuki. Yeah, 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 that one's pretty funny. Yeah, but the thing about the we can get to that one in a minute. But the thing about Cautious Hero, the one I I want to say it's episode five. It was, but it was the one from two weeks ago. Right. The part that just I was actually watching it over here. Oh, that's right. That's right. The part that made me laugh so hard was when he starts like flying (laughs) to like go get you know to go save the boy. Yeah. And then so so the goddess like. Brings her wings out and starts flying after him, and is like, "Oh, I can catch up with him easily." I know where you're going with this. And then he speeds up again. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh no!" And uh, but then he like, in order to keep her up with him, he grabs her arm and just like flies <laughs> off as fast as possible. And she's like, her wings are flying and the feathers are flying out, and then just like her boobs come out and are flapping in the <laughs> just a sensor mic. <laughs> And her face is just hilarious. Yeah, I was he, laughing so hard. He put her through hell, man. <laughs> he put her through hell. But then she like, then she all then of a sudden. Every now and then he's so cool, and she's like, oh, but maybe I can. I know we're not supposed to fall in love, but maybe just a kiss. <laughs> she's anyway, pathetic. It's just like all her faces are hilarious. It's pathetic. The many man. faces of Rista. Yo, it's who's licensing that? Uh that one? I I it's fun. Oh, it's Funimation. It's Funimation. Funimation. Oh, yes. I'm definitely getting that when yeah, it comes so I'll out. I'll pick that one up. Yeah, I'm picking that one up, dude. That yeah, was that hilarious. One, that one, it started off a little just because, you know, he's overly cautious. It can get annoying, you know, because you're like, okay, dude, stop doing push-ups. Let's get on with it. But then once it gets going, it's it's really good. I really <laughs> yeah, enjoy it. It really is. Cautious. And him being very cautious paid off, dude. It really paid off in this latest episode. Yeah. Man. So, guys, check that out. That's one of um, Trevor's favorites. And I, of course, you hear him on the podcast. Uh, that's the pick of the week. And what's the other one you said? 
that we want to talk oh, about? Orisuki. Orisuki. Yeah. Yeah, that one's another good one if you want to check that one out. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, it's basically about just a guy who he wants he turned he wants to be like a harem guy or whatever, and so he's kind of putting on this fake you know friendly personality or whatever, and then it turns out, and so he has two girls that are interested in him: his childhood friend and the the, the um, president. Class, yeah, the class president, school president. And then they both look like they're going to confess to him. And they both say that they're in love with his best friend. And can he help them? And so it's like he begins to realize that he's the side character, not the main character. Uh, But but then it turns out the one person who does actually love him is the school stalker. (laughs) Right. Which, by the way, she's gorgeous. Right. It's. It, she, I mean, as it goes along, yeah. it does start to become more of a harem thing. Like, because all the girls suddenly, you know, there's some twists, and then all the girls do start to start to like him. But, Dude, you know the funny yeah, part. Yeah, she, she dresses like with glasses and pigtails, and just kind of he thinks she looks revolting. Yeah. But then when she takes it off, it turns out you know she's and then she puts them on her, yeah, her, her, her breasts. She wraps her breasts so it looks a little flatter, flat, yeah. but then she actually is well endowed. Busted, yeah. So and then it turns out she's uh, a girl that he was. Ogling, yeah. Back during the the baseball game that everybody keeps mentioning when they fell in love with the pitcher, <laughs> and it, yeah, so. Do you know what's so funny though is the the part when they sit down and talk to him that damn bench. Oh, the bench. They got to sit at the sit at the bench every freaking time. Yeah, it's always a bench. So he starts <laughs> getting like you know he starts panicking when he sees a bench. He's like, what is that doing here? <laughs> Yo, because the the um, news reporter, right, the school news reporter, right, he it went on the. He said, "What in the hell did bench come Why from? Why is it on the roof?" <laughs> There is a there is a thing I don't know if you've seen the pool episode. No, I haven't seen it. Yeah, that was this week. So there's there's a part where somebody is like, "Can I talk to you?" And he's like, "Is there a bench around? Where's the bench?" And there isn't. But it's just he like he starts to immediately panic. <laughs> so yeah, that just show is hilarious, dude. I don't, I don't know who, I don't know who slicing that at all because that one I think is also Funimation. Uh, will you picking that up when that's but done? It may be Sentai, or wait, is that the one that? That might be the one that Anaplex has. No, don't say that. Uh, I'll look it up real quick. Yeah, and, don't know, say that. Continue man. on. So, guys, um, those are the two anime Trevor has recommend, and one of his pick of the week, and the other one is very hilarious. Check it out. What's how you pronounce it again, Trevor? Oresuki. Oresuki. There you go. I don't want to mess it up. So that's what Trevor recommend. I recommend those two books also. So, Trevor, any parting words before we go? Anaplex of America. Oh, not not what I would live wanting here though, really, man. Yeah, that's what that's who's got it. Really, dude. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, what's that? You remember how we we went to that AWA panel for Anaplex of America, and we yeah. saw all of those ones that they were that they had licensed. Oh, like, yeah. oh They have that one too, and that one. Guess what? They just announced for pre-order, the Promised Neverland. Guess how much it is? One hundred fifty dollars. Oh no, it's cheaper than that. Really. But, for a twelve episode series, it's one hundred and twenty nine ninety nine. <sighs> uh, ridiculous! Oh man, in your face, yeah. <laughs> man! Come on, I don't know, dude. I might break down and get that. <laughs> when is it coming out? You know, I want to say like February or something, but I I didn't quite look at the date close enough. I will probably save up for that. I might. I don't buy any, I don't buy my anime over a hundred dollars, dude. I don't like to. Yeah. Yeah, but I know you got one coming up though. Rascal does not dream of Bunny Girl. Yeah. That's actually in the mail as we speak. Oh, cool. It's on its way to me. Okay. That's good, man. So, no parting words, man. After you said Anaplex, I'm like, oh, you kind of spoiled it for me. Yeah, now I'm just depressed. Man, me too. Damn it. (laughs) Damn, Anaplex of America. I know. I hate that so much. uh, More than (laughs) 
So Trevor, I guess Trevor, you can catch Trevor on on Twitter at at Toshiro Noronin. Yes, right. You know, all his good stuff, all the J staff and J list stuff that he retweets. <laughs> J staff. Oh no, you know it's J list that you retweet. <laughs> J list. JC staff is an anime. Ah, that's company, right. But I don't follow them. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow me on justbeingamers and all my social outlets. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Peace. Just being in this.